0: Hey folks, welcome to another edition of We Talk Photo. I am one of your hosts, John Peterson, and with me, as always, is Jack Graham.
1: Hi, John. Well, I got to remember to talk because this yes. is on both audio and video. Yes, so it I'm, is on
0: both, Jack. Yeah, which is fantastic. Hi, everybody, fantastic. John.
1: It's good to good that you get to see me again. It's been a few days.
0: I know it's been a whole like three or four days since we last saw each other. A
1: few thousand miles.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We'll we'll kind of get into a little bit of what we've been up to, but folks, you know, today Jack and I just wanted to come on and uh talk to y'all a little bit, share some of our thoughts and some of our experiences that we've had over the last couple of months and uh also what what to look forward to in the next few months. So, you know, it's kind of a little bit of a catch-up episode for all of you our listeners and uh thank you for continuing to listen to us and uh two old guys. Somewhat old guys.
1: Yeah, you know, I listen to some of these other podcasts, and, and, and a lot of them are really good podcasts. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, you know, just everything seems so scripted. Like, they have the questions written out, and everybody's so serious. I mean, it's good to be serious. I, I yeah, get that. there's
0: but, a there's a level of professionalism that's needed, but... Uh,
1: yeah, especially here. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I personally, I, pr- I prefer more informal, more authentic uh, types of things because, you know, I think you touched on a point, Jack, that so much in our world is scripted and focus grouped and everything is managed and curated so much that, you know, spontaneity and authenticity, uh, even with all the gaffes that happen, I mean, that's that's what it means to be human, I think. So, you know, I appreciate authentic and sometimes non-professional stuff
1: yeah well i just turned the ringer off my cell phone just
0: uh, thank you time. yeah i should i too. get so
1: many calls you know i mean it, it, i get so many calls from people wanting to register for workshops that's unbelievable so yeah off the yeah. Uh, thank hood. you all for being here what are we going to talk about well, we just got back from arizona yeah from, uh, from the four corners area we were up there um, we spent some time in the Monument Valley area and the Canyon de Shea area, uh, which is southeast of Monument Valley. Um, I think we had a good trip. The weather cooperated. We had some drama due to the monsoonal moisture. And uh, yeah, I mean, we had a great group. We had and a everybody, fantastic everybody, group. Yeah. Everybody, everybody seemed to have a good time. and it's, and what's uh,
0: what's funny? Even though you're not watch, for those not watching our video channels, Jack and I both have a a desert background up, and Jack's got a, a clear sky shot, and I have a a desert shot with clouds and drama. We were yeah. really fortunate to get some weather come through to yeah, give that, a little image interest. I have, if
1: you're looking, is it, two so three years old. Yeah. We had four days, four days of a uh, a bald sky. And by the way, Joe Lahoda, who was with us uh in uh, last week, was also on that trip in twenty nineteen and he really appreciated the drama i know it did. yeah it's a, it's amazing,
0: even though you know the 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 quintessential desert shot is oftentimes clear you know as photographers we want that we want a little drama in the sky we want some definition up there because you know, trying to exclude a boring sky from a desert shot is a hard thing to do when you're looking at monuments that are several hundred feet tall.
1: Yeah. So yeah, anyway, we a... A good trip. Um, I put, uh, about 4,000 miles on my office on four wheels. And, uh, yeah, I mean, but it was worth, it was worth it. It was, it was a great trip. Um, we'll probably get some images posted on our websites, when we get done, I know John's trying to buy a car, and I'm trying to get caught up here before I leave again, and we're going to see each other again in California here um, in, what, about two weeks or so? Yeah, two I think about
0: first. two weeks. We'll go do, yeah. uh, go do the
1: Eastern Sierras, the fall color out there. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was all good. And then uh, after that, what's going on? Are you done? No, I've you? got
0: one more uh, winter in the Tetons, as always. There you
1: go. Yeah, I'm not doing that this year because of the move. But uh, I have a group getting together here in the Smokies, December first and second, I think. Um, anybody interested, let me know. Yeah, but uh, I've got the uh, I've got to be out in the Seattle area um, in November, and John will get to see me again three times in three months. I know. Um, we're going to actually. Uh, I you know, we've both been down there before, but since we're gonna run a workshop in the in Oregon for the ghost towns next August, um we wanna get some uh some itinerary put together, so we're gonna head back uh down to that John Day area, you know, south of the Dalles um for for a day day and a half probably just to click on some places so we know where to take you all. Uh, that information is up on our website. You're ready. The dates, everything in your county of Richardson. So we're going to spend two days there. And then I've got to do a talk for the Northwest Council on Camera Clubs on Saturday the 11th at Federal Way, uh, south of Seattle. I'll get John to put that link up on uh, on the show notes if anybody's around. wants to hear me blabber.
0: Hey, I was going to ask you on that, on that NWCC conference, are they doing, uh, is there remote attendance available?
1: They're going to record it. And I think if you're a member, you will be able to access it and just think of being able to watch me talk anytime. God, if you ever like, uh, I'd pay double you know, say for that. You know, they tell you on the things, like if you swallow, you know, laundry detergent or something, they said induce vomiting. Well, if you watch me talk, it'll probably sit there. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, so uh, that's on the 11th of November. And then I that night, I'll drive over to Whidbey Island. I have a three day event. I think there's one or two spots open. I'll be doing an abstract mono, you know, abstract what am i doing
0: you're just doing an abstract abstract workshop macro uh, photography yeah, macro workshop. workshop.
1: and um you know i've done this two three times before and it's a lot of fun we go over to uh fort warden over in portazan and it's really a cool thing you can check that out i'll get john to put the notes up for that i think there's one or two spots open with island is what our a ferry ride and, and a little drive, it's a great little location. So, if you're around in November looking for something to do for three days, price is right. Uh, I think there's one or two spots, so check that out too. And then I'm done pretty much for the year, yep. Yeah, so yep. it's
0: been, yeah, after it's, the Tetons, uh, I'm gonna be done for the year and it'll be nice. Take a nice little break and reset for 24. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up in 24, which is great. You know, Jack, you, yeah. you, you, you touched on uh, macro abstract and each one of those could be uh, a separate sort of topic unto itself. Yeah. But uh, it's really kind of cool trying to combine those two themes together to do close well, up well, abstract you know,
1: work. There you go. I, I I don't like the term macro. I, I, I need to change that um, when I do it again. Close up is more. More the way I think of things. Um, macro implies that you need a macro lens. And a macro lens is a one-to-one lens, folks. It's not kind of a two-to-one or a three-to-one. A, quote, macro lens. If it's not a one-to-one lens, and some manufacturers sell a the lens. I call a macro lens. Not macro. It's a close-up lens. So you can do close-ups with a 24-millimeter lens, too. So it's a lot of fun. And, you can do close-ups with a 400 if you want it. Yeah, it's great. So, you know, and... and it's a, it, you know, it, it's a kind of, it, again, I allude to music. A lot of people listen to guys playing pretty abstract jazz, and some people call it, you know, free jazz or whatever. It's really hard to do. And you think taking abstract images is easy? No, you, it's not. And it really makes you think and see, and it's all good. So I'm looking really forward to to doing that again for, I think, three or four time there, so. Yeah, that'll be great.
0: Well, yeah. that that kind of leads me into a thought, Jack. That that uh, in order to do sort of abstracts and even even close up stuff, but really more abstracts, you kind of have to let yourself go, you know, and and respond to pattern, shapes, textures, and colors, and in ways and put them together in ways that are pleasing to the eye. Uh, we did that
1: in Arizona on landscape. Big oh yeah. Time.
0: Yeah, it was fun. I spent I spent a half an hour with one of our attendees, and we photographed the the shape of the light and the shadow on a red rock red rock wall. We were just we were just focused on shape and light, nothing more. There was no definable subject other than the light and the shadow, and it was such a fun experience. But that means you got to kind of let go of of more logical thought if you will Um, yeah you know i just wrote a blog post i just finished it this morning and published it which it's it's entitled don't think and uh you know and my 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 premise for that was really you know a lot of us get caught up in the in the technology and the technical aspects and the camera gear and we're thinking about all of this stuff and we're not Focus that thinking energy on maybe more artistic elements, composition, visual perception, all of those types of things where if, you know, if you have to think, apply it in those areas and not to your camera or technical aspects of photography. People, some people like that uh, to, to be a thinking person's photographer, which is great, but maybe just think about other things other than gear. I mean, people want us by gear.
1: You know, again, I allude to music. When you play the piano or any other instrument, if you're playing piano, okay, and you're reading the music and you, for example, you know, have a cross hand coming up where you have to put your left hand over your right hand to hit some, you know, I have to tell you a, a pianist doesn't go oh my God, on the fifth line I've got a cross hand. They know that inherently. And they're not even thinking about it. They're thinking about How loud do I want to play this passage? How do I want to attack these notes? They're thinking creatively. And, you know, way back when, probably 100 years ago, I wrote an article on my blog called Know Your Axe. And axe, in jazz terms is your instrument. So if you walk up and say, hey, man, what's your axe? What do you play? You have to know how your camera functions. Know where all the buttons are. Know how where your compensation dial is know where everything is so you can do that without even thinking about it you, you just react and you can put your mind to put your brain into seeing and, and the creative um you know and the photography it's really really important to do that
0: it is it is for I would sure say
1: that slowing down this this is important to slow down today
0: yeah yeah i think so and and it's it's you know too often we get we get caught up in the technical aspects and and I'm still on this bandwagon to try to break through that with some people and and shoot more from the heart, shoot emotively, shoot with intuition. you know it, it's I, I still get asked the question a lot, Jack, about how do I find my vision? you know which is a it it's a loaded question anyway but
1: it'll find you it'll find, find
0: you. you but sure. but one of the first ways to do that is to let go of your thinking stop yeah. stop thinking technologically and start feeling emotionally and trying to capture that in your photography that will be your vision
1: how about how about thinking about how about not thinking about boy The people who are going to see this picture, I want them to be impressed. I want them to be, to say, man, you you look at that shot. Forget that. Uh, You know, stop thinking about pleasing other people. I I think that's that's a whole topic. I think we've gotten into that on other podcasts and we'll continue to get into that because it's really important. But, well, yeah.
0: You know, just one, one point on that, Jack, even though I, I, I've gotten into a couple of discussions with, with folks over the past couple of months on that, you know, and we, it, we say oftentimes that we don't shoot for other people. That's what everybody says. I don't shoot for other people. It's human nature. I shoot it. for myself. But you know what? The fact is we share our images. And the mm-hmm. fact is, as humans, to your point, we want positive recognition. It's a biological, psychological fact that's in it, in us. So I don't want to deny that. And then adding further to that in five years from now, when I look back on my pictures, I'm like a brand new viewer, right? All the emotional attachment is gone. And I'm looking at these images with a fresh eye and I want to be enthralled. I want to be pleased. I want to be in awe. I want to feel the emotion so, even if I don't shoot for other people, I'm shooting for my future self, my, my future enjoyment. So, yeah. you know, I'm always thinking... I hear, you.
1: I hear you. When I look at my images from five years ago, I just kind of remember where I was and who I was with and what the weather was and what kind of day it was. I, I remember that stuff and it's important. Um, you know, I mean, I, I like everybody to like what I do, I guess, but um, I, I frankly... It's it's not why it's okay too you know yeah and and uh, you know I'm I, I went back uh, yesterday and looked at images from where we were you know and like six seven other visits there over the years and I'm gonna I'm gonna do an ebook just on rocks and on the walls I've got hundreds of images of the designs of the light and the you know, the the angles and all the stuff that, you know, these walls are just amazing. I'm, I'm going to do that. And I'll remember where I was. I'll remember. I hope everybody likes it um, and everything. But, you know, I, I think there's a lot of things you're, you're correct about. We, we need to quit thinking so heavily about things and just work on being creative it's it's uh, i
0: mean that's it
1: and 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 having a good time and enjoying what you're doing having a good
0: time time. you bet because because to you know you've said this numerous times is that the images are a byproduct of what we do and and where our pleasure comes from it's really the experiences and the people and yes we come home with some nice images but you know in the long run that's not necessarily what matters it's it's the experiences
1: yeah i walked up to a few people that were with us and they were making some good photographs and my question was why are you making this photograph not what's the subject or what are you trying to do you know what what, what is it that stimulates you you about that and everybody nobody said well i don't know they all had a good answer and if you say i don't know then you ought to be back in the car than you know? mm-hmm. that, yeah, uh, very, very yeah. true. So, so, yeah. so we could beat this horse to death, but I think you all get where we're going. Oh Let's yeah,
0: see. oh yeah. But you know, just one, one, one final point. It just sort of all of this sort of wraps up into this kind of overarching concept that I keep going back to. Is that you know, are you an artist or a photographer? you know, pick a lane and both lanes are, I'm not saying one's better than the other. I mean, if you just want to be a photographer and a camera owner, that's great. And that's fine. If you want to be an artist, then you have to move past the technology and the thinking process and, and focus on that creativity side of things.
1: And if you really want to be a, learn how to do that, <laughs> the only one, the only ways is to learn that. If you don't live in the Seattle area, you, if you, if, I noticed somebody from Denmark listens to this podcast, and thank you by the way. It's an honor. You can fly from Copenhagen direct into Seattle, and I will be giving away the secrets to that on November 11th. <laughs> uh, I can't even do it with a straight face. No, that's funny. that's funny. this oh, on video. Sorry, it's funny. That's good. But yeah, but that you know, it's it's uh, it's it's a process. And You know what? It's a lot of fun, man. I've been doing this a long time, and, man, I, I had such a good time in Arizona watching people. It is so cool to take that area down there is so different from the rest of the planet, literally. And to to take people there to see this for the first time and see the looks on their faces, mm. man, to me, that's worth everything. It's it is. so cool to be able to do that. And, you know, um, you know, John, do you remember, I, I can't remember what day it was. I think it rained in the middle of the afternoon. It mm-hmm. looked like it was going to be a crappy sunset. And, uh, you know, we decided that, well, we better go because if we're sitting in our room looking out at this, we're going to not be happy. We got down there, it looked like nothing. And all of a sudden, the light exploded for about 10 minutes. We got the shadow of the left mitten on the center mitten. The background. I processed that image yesterday, man. Oh, it was unbelievable.
0: For those for those that are looking on or watching on YouTube, it's this image here behind me. Yeah. From that night.
1: Yeah, but you know, I think it was either might have been before that, John, when that no, that the, the mountains and the background lit up. That there was one a spotlight on, we on the far distant oh.
0: mountains. Yeah, I mean that was magical.
1: Yeah, like ten seconds, but it was yeah. just awesome. Yeah, awesome. but you know,
0: to your your uh, to credit to your wife, the the great saying of "You won't know if you don't go." If you don't we, go, you don't It didn't look know. good, but boy, we went, and we were rewarded with some very very unique images.
1: Yeah, I think that's my next T-shirt. If you don't go, if you don't go, you don't know. Man, it's noon. You don't go, you don't know. Yeah. Anyhow, folks, um, you know, if, if there's any questions or ideas or stuff that you, you know, just shoot us an email. We'll be happy to help you out. And and you again,
0: know? folks, we're still looking for images to do online image reviews uh, as part of our podcast. So please feel free to send them. A we talk photo at Jim. Yeah, I did com. image
1: reviews yesterday for myself.
0: Oh, yeah. Me too.
1: Uh, uh, I, you know, when I edit, I think I probably had, uh, maybe I had 100 images to edit. edit and I don't, pro- I don't, unless there's something special, I don't even process them right away. I, I just kind of get rid of the crap right away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, uh, someday we ought to do an, an edit and let people see how we edit. Because oh, I think they'd be amazed, you know, folks, not every image we take is an image that, is behind John there. There are some dogs. Just like everybody else. And any other workshop leader tells you that they're the second coming of the greatest photographer in the world, they're lying to you.
0: Everybody's you know, got bad shots. Everybody. Yeah, Even so, Art Wolf.
1: Well, I guess Art, I love you. I would never say anything <laughs> bad about you and how said, i have no idea the the but, difference is
0: the number of bad shots versus the number of good shots
1: consistency that's yes all consistency mean. yep and thats because we do it often and you know so other folks have lives as i say they have families and they have jobs and they have things they got to deal with and they can't get out as much they just can't do it luckily you know we do and, and, and it's like Anything else? You gotta put in the time and the effort and so well art is a function of time. Yes. Yep. Ten thousand hours. yeah. Anyway, for those of you who are still here, there must be one or two. Thank you. And um if you have uh, anything to to say, we'd love to hear from you. It's uh we talk photo at gmail dot I'll get uh, Don Don Juan here to put up some show notes. John's in the middle of buying a car. That's why he's so happy these days. I'm,
0: I'm replacing a car, replacing I'm a wreck replacing car. A car, and it's a yep. process.
1: Yep, so. yep. And I'm in the middle of replacing part of a deck that a uh, flatbed rolled down the hill from the guy in back of me into. So wonderful thing. Life goes on. Uh, uh, thank you all for being here, John. Any last uh, words for the
0: Nope, nope, not a bit. It's been a joy talking to you and talking to everybody out there. And Jack, i will see you in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, and look at our schedule for next year. We got, we both have some things together by ourselves, whatever. Um, and uh, and we'd love to see you and, uh, get, and come 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 be with us. It would be uh, our, our our honor to have you here. Thank you. All right, take care, folks. Bye bye. Bye bye.